Hello, my friends. Uh, sorry, it's a little late this episode. Um, it was supposed to be, um, this was for Monday, Mary, Mother of the Church. Um, well, better late than never. So let's begin with a simple prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, come and fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, O Lord, and you shall renew the face of the earth and our souls. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, please bless this episode of the podcast. And please, we ask for the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, daughter of God the Father, Mother of God the Son, God the Incarnate Word, and Spouse of God the Holy Spirit. Amen. First reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 9 to 15 and 20. After Adam had eaten of the tree, the Lord God called to him and asked him, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, but I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. Then he asked, who told you that you were naked? You have eaten then from the tree of which I had forbidden you to eat. The man replied, The woman whom you put here with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and so I ate it. The Lord God then asked the woman, Why did you do such a thing? The woman answered, The serpent tricked me into it, so I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you shall be banned from all the animals and from all the wild creatures. On your belly shall you crawl, and the dirt, the dirt shall you eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will strike at your head while you strike at his heel. The man called his wife Eve, because she became the mother of all living. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The optional reading for today is from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter one, verse twelve to fourteen. Uh, but I'm going to read. I'm, I'm going to read it anyway. After Jesus had been taken up to heaven. The apostles returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they entered the city, they went to the upper room where they were staying. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas son of James. All these devoted themselves with one accord to prayer together with some women 
and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brethren. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, Psalm 87, and the response is, Glorious things are told of you, O city of God. Psalm 87, glorious things are told of you, O city of God. His foundation upon the holy mountain, the Lord loves, the gates of Zion, more than any dwelling of Jacob. Glorious things are told of you, O city of God. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God, and of Zion they shall say, One and all were born in her, and he who has established her is the Most High. Lord, glorious things are told of you, O city of God. They shall note when the people are enrolled, this man was born there. And all, and all shall sing in their festive dance. My home is within you. Glorious things are told of you, O city of God. All right. Alleluia, alleluia. O happy virgin, you gave birth to the Lord. O blessed mother of the church, you warm our hearts with the spirit of your son. Jesus Christ, alleluia. Woman, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 19, verse 25 to 34. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Colopus, and Mary of Magdala. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple, there whom he loved. He said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. After this, aware that everything was now finished, in order that scripture might be fulfilled, Jesus said, I thirst. There was a vessel filled with common wine, so they put a sponge soaked with wine on a sprig of hyssop and put it up to his mouth. When Jesus had taken the wine, he said, It is finished. And bowing his head, he handed over the spirit. Now, since it was preparation day, in order that the, the bodies might not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for the Sabbath that day of that week was a solemn one, the Jews asked Pilate, that their legs be broken, and they be taken down. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and then of the other one who was crucified with Jesus. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers thrust his lance into his side. And immediately blood and water flowed out. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Who is the Blessed Virgin Mary? Who is Mary of Nazareth? She is the new Eve. If you go back to Genesis... 
the part where God says to the serpent, who is Satan, the devil, I will put animosity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. Animosity means that this woman, and he's not just referring to her as a woman, woman, he's referring to the woman, the woman as a title. He's not referring to Eve, who just uh, bound us all to Satan. He's referring to the woman, a woman that the devil, the serpent, the dragon has no power over. Animosity means enemy. They, they are enemies. They hate each other. All right. And it means that this, the, the woman is beyond his reach beyond his grasp, beyond his power. All right? And the seed of the woman, women don't have seed, but this one will bear a seed. And he said, he will crush your head. Sometimes a Hebrew can mean they or she. It's one of those ambiguous languages, but it's Jerome, Jerome translated in the Vulgate as she will crush your head because since it refers first that the woman and animosity was between the serpent and the woman. So the theology here is that there is a woman, a new Eve. Mary is the new Eve. The, the, the Lucifer, the Satan, the devil, approached Eve by possessing a serpent. It, it isn't just a snake, because remember, on your belly you shall crawl, which, may, which means that there was a point that this serpent did not crawl on, his, on its belly. And some say it was a, a, a large serpent, a, a dragon. There's no real detail, but it's obvious there's something here that's different about it and that something changed when God cursed the serpent. But he was also directly cursing the devil. So the fallen angel approached Eve in the guise and tempted her, seduced her, tricked her, beguiled her. Here we have a woman And an angel approached her, a messenger from heaven, a messenger from God, Gabriel. And Gabriel just approached Zechariah six months earlier and announced to him that he and his wife will bear a son, the forerunner of the Messiah, the forerunner of the Savior the one who will prepare the way, the one who will announce his arrival. When he 
sees the angel Gabriel, Zechariah gets scared. When Mary sees the angel Gabriel, she's troubled by his words, not by his appearance. But his words to her were, were be hail full of grace. There's a Greek term, and I'm terrible, I'm not going to pronounce it right. It sounds like this. Kikado domine, or something like that. Tautonomy. It's a word, <laughs> forgive me, but it means you who live in a true state of grace, in a constant state of grace. It means someone who lives before, in the present, and in the future. She is born in a state of grace. That's all she knows, is a state of God's grace, God's love, God's protection, God's constant presence in her life. She cannot lose it. It cannot be taken away from her. God, God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, prepared a vessel, a vessel. She, she is saved. She only knows God's salvation and God's favor. God is her Savior. She didn't give birth to herself. She didn't do this to herself. This was given to her. This is what makes her the Immaculate Conception. This is, this is what makes her unique, a unique creature. This is a grace that was given to her and only to her. And that's why at the foot of the cross... She found herself in a place where it was familiar. Where her salvation and the gift of her immaculate conception was given to her by her son. This is, she was there with John the Apostle. She was there. Woman. Behold your son. Son, behold your mother. The disciple John represented you, me, everyone who bears the name of Christ, who is covered in the blood of Christ, who is anointed by the Holy Spirit, who has been redeemed. We have all been redeemed. So has Mary. Her redemption, she was, was always there. God saved her before the foundation of the world. And she was at the foot of the cross because she was there with the lamb, her son, who was slaughtered, who was slain and crucified before the foundation of the world. So, our Protestant brothers and sisters need to look at this carefully. What does it say later on in Revelation? That the dragon hated the woman 
And when he saw he could not harm her or her son, he turned on her offspring. That's all of us. Every single one of us, my brothers and sisters, every single one of us. We all bear the name of Christ. We are all children of the new Eve, children of the woman. In Isaiah 7.14, a lot of people argue that the original Hebrew does not say virgin. That's true. It says a virgin shall conceive in the Subduitian version of Isaiah, a translation into the Greek by Jewish scholars. Now, in the New American Bible, a Catholic Bible, the translation they decided to go with, woman or young woman. It's true there's a different, ver there's a different word in Hebrew for virgin. But the translators were getting behind the meaning of the word. What kind of woman? What kind of woman would give birth to a son? They obviously, this woman had to be of what kind of state? Was she of unmarried state? Was she of royal state? What kind of state? You can't just, the word itself, you have to get behind the meaning. And so the translators and the words that the apostles use, Matthew uses, is virgin. The prophecy of Isaiah he uses is the Septuagint. So a lot of people, when they nitpick, they have to understand the apostles understood it. They obviously knew the difference between the Hebrew version and the Greek version. Paul himself would have known it. The word here does not bother me because I see the see this that the word woman is a title, not just her sex, not just her gender. It's a title. It this is to me it goes back to Genesis. And Jesus refers to his mother as woman, her title at the wedding at Cana. When he said, when she asks for, when she, when she makes, makes it known to him that they ran out of wine, he says, woman, what does this have to do with you and I? My hour has not yet come. She turns around and says, whatever he tells you to do, you do it. At the foot of the cross, he says, woman, behold your son, referring to John. And then John says, behold your mother. I mean, he says to John, behold your mother. He then refers to her as mother. As in the possessive that she belongs to us now. You see? Mary is also the tabernacle. She's the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant the original Ark of the Covenant made during the days of Moses after their exodus in the wandering of the desert was made of pure gold. It's a wood made of pure gold, 
made a fantastic work of art. It's a fantastic work of art. And in it, in the Ark of the Covenant, is the five books of Moses. It's a special uh, reliquy, a jar, that contains the manna that the Israelites uh, ate during the desert. And it also has the staff of Aaron. Christ is the law. The five books of Moses contain the Torah, the law. Christ is the true Torah, the living Torah of the Father, the Word of God. In the jar of manna, remember when he spoke to Nicodemus and he said to other, um, no, he said to the people, you must eat the flesh of the Son of Man. I am the true bread that comes down from heaven. Jesus is the true bread of the Father that comes down from heaven that feeds our souls. What is he say? Uh, he's also the true high priest. Mary gives birth to the true law of God, the true word of God, the word incarnate. She gives us the true bread from heaven and from her came the true high priest. Angel Gabriel says to her that the Holy Spirit shall come upon you and the power of the Most High shall overshadow you. You, these words that Angel Gabriel uses, you go back to the end of Exodus, the end of Exodus, the last chapter, you'll see the Shekinah, the power and the glory of, of God come down into the tabernacle and fills the Ark of the Covenant, overshadows it. Same exact words. In the book of Revelation, John sees the Ark of the Covenant in heaven. And then the Ark of the Covenant disappears and he sees a woman, a woman covered with the sun, clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet and a, cloud, a crown of 12 stars on her head. And she gives birth to a son that will rule the nations with an iron rod. All this you can see in scripture. In Psalm 2, it says, Psalm 2, you are, my son, you are my son. This day I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations as your inheritance and you shall rule them with a rod of iron. So you see what I'm saying? It's all there. Let's accept her as our mother. She prays for us. She cares about us. Let's consecrate ourselves to her immaculate heart. Let's consecrate ourselves to her patronage. Everyone, including a Protestant, you can go out and get yourself a rosary. Go on Amazon, find a Catholic store, get yourself a rosary and have a priest bless it and Get yourself a book on how to pray the rosary. And I'm serious. You can go on YouTube. You can learn about these things. You should accept her as your mother. Consecrate your home. Consecrate your life. Consecrate your children. Consecrate everything. You, you know, she will bring you to Jesus. She doesn't distract from Jesus. She will bring you to her son. To love Mary is to love Jesus. 
To receive Mary is to receive Jesus. I'm serious. I wouldn't be telling you this. I'm a convert to Catholicism. I'm going to tell you right now, you, your whole life is only going to be filled with so much blessing and so much grace. God bless. So, let's, um, let's say this prayer. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, please bless us. Give us your grace. Give us your Holy Spirit. Cover us in the blood of Christ Jesus, your Son. Anoint us and fill our lives. We consecrate ourselves to you, Heavenly Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, through his incarnation, through his ministry through his trials and through his agony in the garden of Gethsemane and on the cross and through his resurrection we consecrate ourselves through his sacred heart and we consecrate ourselves through the immaculate heart of his mother and we consecrate ourselves through his divine mercy. Please, Father, bless our families. Bless our, our friends. And we ask you, Father, to please help your people as we're going through tough times. We are, we are indeed being put through a trial through this blasphemous culture, this ugly culture, this culture that seduces your young, mutilates your young, this culture that is obsessed with, with sodomy, with, with sexual defilement, that wants to destroy the innocent. Please, Father, we beg of you, deliver us from evil, deliver us from all temptation and consecrate us in the sacred heart of your son jesus christ our lord amen hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen hail mary full of grace the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.